longer you delay the treatment, the worse it's going to be, the more costly it's going to be, not only to you financially, but to you physically. For longevity of life, you know, today the goal in medicine is not to wait till it hurts. That used to be the old adage in medicine and dentistry. Let's wait till it hurts. Well, we've learned now that preventative dentistry, preventative medicine is the key. We keep the cholesterol down, keep the blood pressure down. You're going to less likely to have a heart attack, right? And have a longer life, better life, better quality life. Well, the same thing's true of dentistry. If you have floss brush and have regular dental visits and take care of periodontal disease and tooth issues and you need to have a better quality life. That's nice. The Mid-South Mission of Mercy is a free two-day dental clinic for underserved and underinsured people living in Memphis and the surrounding Mid-South area. Hi, and welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint here on the Bot Radio Network. I'm Byron Tyler. And for the past eight years, the Mid-South Mission of Mercy has provided over $8.6 million worth of dentistry to more than 13,000 patients in the greater Memphis area with the help of nearly 10,000 employees. And to talk about the new 2024 clinic for Mid-South Mission of Mercy at Bellevue Baptist Church on January 26th and 27th, just around the corner, is Dr. Mitchell Godet. Mitchell, welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint. Thank you, Byron, for having me as always. It's, it's amazing we've been doing this for for eight years, my friend, right? Yeah, and I think this time we pushed the record button. So yeah, it will work. <laughs> yeah, we were having the most splendid time in the studio here, sharing and moving, going forward. And then I looked down and I said, wait a minute, the meters are moving, but the record button's not. Byron, don't worry about it. This is me uh, sometimes at Christmas. You know, I, I think I'm pressed the video camera to turn it on. And, and the wife's like, you got all that on video, right? Oh, man, I forgot to press the record button. Are you? A very key thing to do here. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe it's been eight years Uh, since Mid-South Mission of Mercy started? It's amazing to think of that. 10,000 volunteers, $8.6 million worth of dentistry to more than 13,000 patients. It's a big deal. It's unbelievable that it's been eight years. And, you know, you you look at those numbers, and those numbers are amazing, Byron. The other thing that I think, it's great to see that, but it's also the individual experiences that are absolutely amazing. In touching. This last year, I don't get to do a lot of dentistry there because I'm administering and running and doing all this, but sometimes I get the opportunity to do some dentistry. And this last year, we saw this young lady, her name, Mia. And Mia walked in with her grandparents. Her parents were not able to take care of her. Grandparents took care of her. And grandparents had dentures. So 13-year-old, what does she think she's probably end up with one day? Dentures. She's got four front rotten teeth out. Looks really bad at 13 you know, 13-year-old smiling with black front teeth rotting out. Yeah. Think of how nice the other young girls are to her. They're not. You yeah. know, they're mean, unfortunately. The year before, we had saw this young man, and we ended up taking a tooth out and made him partial, which is a good thing to do. He had a tooth. But we vowed if there was a way we could potentially prevent that from happening again and we could fix the teeth, that we would do that. So I, I got my wife to go to my office and get a laser that we could do some stuff, surgery on some teeth to help get some tooth structure to work with. Got the endodontist to do four root canals and then got one of our restorative doctors to do some beautiful, big fillings to take a young lady from destroyed, rotten, nasty, decayed front teeth. And now she can smile. Wow. Itch. And at 13. My, the self-esteem you just put in this oh, young lady. Yeah. <laughs> That's from me. That's my experience. And, get, and like, wow, I really got to do something great for you. And I have, I'm a father of two daughters. I'm like, I can't let this young lady be that way. Yeah. And that that's my story. There's so many Byron stories like that for individual people serving at Mission of Mercy, the, the dentists and hygienists and, and all the other volunteers, the 10,000 volunteers, half those volunteers, Byron, by the way, they're late volunteers. 
they're, they're not even dentists or physicians or hygienists and pharmacists and nurses, which we need all those two, by the way. Right. But we have a whole lot of just lay volunteers just to help take care of patients. Mitch, I know over the years in your career, you have traveled overseas and, and worked on dentist mission trips, if you yeah. will. Yeah. And I remember interviewing a lady from Sierra Leone that a friend of mine brought here to the studio. Yeah. And there were a terrorist group that came into her village. They used acid with toothbrush in their mouths. Her friend died as a result of this horrible, horrible terrorist act against her and her village. And all of her teeth fell out except for one tooth in the front tooth. Wow. And she was so proud of that one tooth. She made sure it was clean and took care of that one tooth, you know. And she was also blind. She didn't have any eyesight. You could tell the presence of Christ in her life when we sat down on the microphones and shared her story. Yeah. Oh, my and gosh. one of the things that happened while she was here in the U.S., I don't remember if it was you or a group associated with the Dental Association. Right. Uh, took care of her and gave her a new set of teeth. Wow. Which she was so proud of. That's great. So it, it really can. I mean, because, I mean, the, the teeth are like the front door, right, of our personality. Yeah. Our psyche in a lot of yeah. ways. It's the first thing when you see somebody. It's funny, but it's kind of sad. There was this picture going around in dentistry about this guy who's missing an eyebrow and he's missing a front tooth. Do you know the thing that everybody knows the guy was missing but did not notice? The front tooth. They noticed the front tooth was missing. Yep. They didn't notice the eyebrow was missing. Yeah. It's because the teeth, when we smile— or the central point, it's the center of our face, Yeah. right? So if you don't have a tooth in the front, it's, sh- it's shown. <laughs> and that's why one of the things we're doing are the partials for teeth. If you're missing a front tooth, only like a few teeth. It can't be the whole teeth, whole right. set of teeth like right. dentures. Uh, we can certainly help people replace a front tooth. And, and as we were talking before, we forgot the record button as it happens. Imagine being at the Christmas table or Easter table, you know, with your family or getting family pictures for any reason, and you don't have a front tooth. Or imagine trying to go get a job without a front tooth. You and I, we take that for granted every yeah. day. But we can help people, about 120 people, we can help get some front teeth, just just a few teeth, not all the teeth, not, not a full set of dentures. We can help some people do that, along with fillings, extractions, and cleanings, and things of that sort. So we've got a lot of great services that we're able to to provide people to help help them out dentally. Is it true, Mitch, that low-income adults are twice as likely to experience tooth decay and gum disease and have unmet oral health needs? Absolutely. Absolutely. We see that all the time at Mission of Mercy. Certainly, as you mentioned, going on mission trips, we see it there as well, too. 100%. Absolutely, Brian. Well, according to recent data, only slightly more than 52% of adults have visited the dentist as recommended, and more than 1.5 reported they haven't been to the dentist in years. Parents say they're doing much better for their children than they do for themselves. Reportedly, nearly 65% of children had been to the dentist every six months, while that more than 10% had not seen a dentist in more than a year. We're doing a much better job, obviously, as you can see with that data of taking care of kids, which is great. And, and certainly it's amazing that parents, as we probably all have, we've tried to do better for the next generation, right? Which, which is you know beautiful. You're sacrificing yourself for them. At the same time, us adults, we, we can't sacrifice. We're, we're going to make ourselves unhealthy at some point. So we need to find a way to do both. Um, and, and dental insurance has done a great job to help take care of kids, which has been one way to help them out, certainly. And certainly the parents being dedicated to making sure they're taking care of the kids is helpful as well, too. Um, but dental insurance has not changed since 1975, Byron. In 1975, it covered 1500 bucks. 
Well, in 1975, you could probably get five or six crowns. Well, today it's 1500 bucks. We can get one crown maybe, okay? <laughs> so that doesn't cover very much today. And the reality is dental insurance should be at ten, eleven, twelve thousand dollars $12,000 a year yeah. to help people out. The Memphis Dental Society, our current president, or one of our current presidents, excuse me, is now the president of Tennessee Dental Association, Stuart Husband, that has, has some legislation out to Tennessee. Uh, and this is going around the country right now to require dental insurance companies to provide better care, more care more access to care to not just the kids, but to the adults as well, too. Yeah. And we want to raise the level of care. Uh, and that's been one of our problems. You know, medical insurance has paid more and more and more. But, of course, medical insurance has gotten to be more expensive. So people may have to be willing to spend a little more for their dental policies, but they should get more out of it, which would certainly be our hope with what we're doing uh, legislatively to help give people better access to care. And I know you do your part, and along with other dentists, to try to educate with good oral hygiene. Absolutely. Is the ignorance about the importance of oral health, do you see it improving? I think it's improved over the, the years. You know, certainly social media gets a lot of information. Now, I think everybody's certainly aware now that inflammation's bad. Everybody hears that every day. But one source of inflammation is the mouth. Okay. And I think people are more and more aware about the associationship of gum disease to heart disease and diabetes. And uh, in the last several years, we've got some uh, amazing information that's out that's, that's alarming is that gum disease may be one of the instigators uh, for Alzheimer's disease, of all things. Well, that's a really bad disease to have. And, and certainly that's not the only thing that causes those diseases. You know, our being overweight and a couch potato and uh, not eating well and exercise, those are factors too. But gum diseases may be equally as a factor. And it's the number one killer of teeth yeah. in adults. Okay, It's not decay. Decay is more for the kids. Now, adults obviously still get decay, but periodontalgia is number one reason they have issues with that. So, And so we're also finding heart disease and other yeah. health issues. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so they're tied in with that. And uh, the healthier your mouth is, the healthier your body can be. And you know, the simple act of flossing and brushing and regular dental care and cleanings. And then if you need additional care beyond that to treat gum disease, get that done. Or you need teeth fixed, make sure to get that done. And the sooner you get it done, there's less problems you have. The longer you delay the treatment, the worse it's going to be, the more costly it's going to be, not only to you financially, but to you physically. For longevity of life, you know, today the goal in medicine is not to wait till it hurts. That used to be the old adage in medicine and dentistry. Let's wait till it hurts. Well, we've learned now that preventative dentistry, preventative medicine is the key. We keep the cholesterol down, keep the blood pressure down. You're going to less likely to have a heart attack, right? And have yeah. a longer life and better life, better quality of life. Well, the same thing's true with dentistry. If you have floss brush and have radiodental visits and take care of disease and tooth issues and you have a better quality of life. That's nice. Well, we have what's called the dental care health professional shortage areas. According to recent data of nearly 58 million people who live in these areas, on average, only 29% are having their dental care needs met. Obviously, the Mid-South Mission of Mercy clinics are helping people who need dental care. Absolutely. But, but how can we better serve these shortage areas in our community more consistently? That's a great question, Myron. And we acknowledged that years ago in Mission Mercy. And so one of the things that we do, Mission Mercy is only two days a year. So obviously there's all these other 363 days a year that we're not there to help people. Okay. So one of the big things we want to do is partner with other places where people can go have access to dental care. So, so, so one of those would be the dental school. Another one would be the church health center. Another one would be the Christ Community Health Service or the mobile dental unit out of Bellevue. And big shout out to Bellevue allowing wow. us to use their facility for mission 
Mission of Mercy now for eight years and, and basically trashed their gyms for a little bit. Uh, so thank you guys for letting us do it. I don't think anybody else will let us do that. Uh, but big shout out to them. And then there's hygiene school at Concord and then down at Delta State. And they actually send some of their students to help out with Mission of Mercy and their faculty and so forth, which is great. Mary Dental College up outside Nashville. They have a contingency of students and doctors coming down as well, too. So that's additional care outside of this. But the other thing that's going on legislatively, as I mentioned before, too, you know, the dental school, with the help of Governor Lee, they're going to set up some additional clinics throughout the state so we can take the dental students here at the University of Tennessee Dental School in Memphis and send them out to outside of Nashville and some of the uh, areas there that are underserved, outside of Knoxville and outside of Chattanooga and up in the Tri-Cities where I'm from, uh, and have some clinics in those areas. They'll have some additional ones. They're doing five at first, an additional uh, two more, to, I believe, to bring that up to seven, to give access to those areas. And then also they have some grant abilities for uh, dentists as they graduate from dental school and they've already graduated, they can go to some underserved areas and they'll help to pay off some of student loan debt. And the goal is if they stay there for three to five years and get the student loan debt paid off, hopefully they're vested in that community. They're going to stay in that community and and continue to help and serve because you're right, there's less dentists in those spots. So we're hoping that's going to be very helpful for access to care. What about some of the changes for how Mid-South Mission and Mercy Clinic has performed its services these past years? What are some of the lessons you've learned, the do's and not to do's? <laughs> well, one thing is to sit back and relax and let people do their job. I am a, a very type A, want to get it done a certain way. And so it's it's hard for me sometimes to sit back and relax. And I've, I've had to learn to do that. Uh, CEO of Mission and Mercy and really, uh, you know, of, of our practice of the years, I realize you got to step back. And I really try not to micromanage, although I'm worse. I know my team's listening to this and they're like, oh my gosh, that guy's a micromanager. But you have to sit back at some point and let people do their job. And the amazing thing is we have so many people coming back year after year doing the same role and doing the same thing and fulfilling that role. Or if there's a shortage particular role, other people just fill in that maybe were under them for a while and now they know what to do and help serve. You know, one year we have forgotten to get the transportation set up for the t-shirts to get there. And I'm looking outside and there's this 26 foot trailer with the truck. I'm on the phone with the t-shirt company and I said, well, what do you need to move it? Well, you need like a 26 foot trailer. Okay. God, thank you. It's right there in front of us, right? So I called the guy with the truck, Dwight Lee, uh, that was, and he came over and, uh, got the t-shirts and brought them back to us. You know, one year, this last year, we had a problem with being able to get the x-rays. All the additional expenses and inflation and everything, we weren't going to be able to get the x-ray units. We finally worked a deal. We were able to rent them. And then we had a group that came forward to help fund and pay for that portion of the additional expense for the x-rays. So just, wow, that's just, just these, the, and, and that happened like right before Christmas, Byron. Wow. And we're going to have in January. So the panic of not having an x-ray to be able to diagnose and help treat patients, that's crazy, right? As a dentist, yeah, you, you, have you it. feel like you're a, you know, a golfer with, <laughs> with one foot tied behind you, right? Yeah. You're not going to be able to do very well. So it's just amazing things like that that have happened over the years. Truly, and just the people that step forward, step up to help out, that come back. Just amazing. Now, are you maintaining the same level of participation from area dental professionals as you have over the years? Absolutely. So we have dentists serving from our local community here in the Mid-South. We have dentists come here also from Texas. I've got a periodontist buddy of mine who comes here from Connecticut last year. He flew in for the weekend just to do that. He's coming back this year, bringing his daughter with him. Oh, that's beautiful. Isn't that amazing? I love that. Yeah. I'm like, just amazing. So I guess over the years, too, you've just built some incredible friendships and relationships with the camaraderie with the team that's there. 
Absolutely. And, you know, it's neat, too. I've got several of my dental colleagues who have some of their family, their their daughter or, or their son, maybe is going to go to dental school. Maybe they're in dental school and maybe they hadn't been to Mission Mercy, but they go. The child's with them, although they're an adult child sure. at this point, certainly. And then they say, hey, dad or mom, um, we're going to do this again. OK, <laughs> so I love the I well, love I the it. fact that that they're getting their parents involved and, and then they're keeping the, the kids involved, too. And it's just it's really neat to see how it evolves. Over well, the you know, my niece, who while she was a UT Dental, it was a highlight of her yeah, every year coming yeah. out to Mid South Mission of Mercy. Absolutely. And of course, now she's a graduated. She's now Dr. Katie Hodges practicing pediatric dentistry with her husband, who's also a graduate of UT. They're they're both practicing pediatric dentistry in the uh, Dallas area. Excellent. But that was a highlight for her when she was here. Yeah. And we have, we have a lot of the dental students and faculty from UT and from Mayhary uh, Dental College. We have uh, uh, dental hygienists from Concord, Delta State coming to help out. I think I said Mayhary Dental College already, too. Yeah. It's really amazing. It, it's great to get the students and faculty involved. It's great, to, particularly at that age, right? And now they're hopefully involved and continue to give back dentistry. and. And really, you know, we're talking about access to care. If every healthcare professional, this is not just dentistry, would give maybe a day a year or maybe treat one patient a month, I think we can make a tremendous impact without having to have government assistance for this and that and right. so forth. And we could really help a lot of people out. And it, it just makes you feel good to help people, too. Yeah, yeah. Right? You're not getting paid for this. None of the dentists going this are getting paid. No one. None of the volunteers. They're just there to help. And it's amazing how much, as, as I've been on Miss Trips and you have, I know you get so much back here, right? Yes. You're yes. like, wow. It, it's wow. a high of giving back to people, Well, you right? know, you were sharing with me earlier, each year you have kind of a, a Bible verse or a theme for this year. Why don't you share that? Because I, I think that kind of puts things into perspective when you look at the work that's being done through the clinic. Well, that's why you do what you do, right? Yeah. So every year we have a Bible verse that we put together. And this year is going to be Colossians 3.17. And it reads, and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. you notice there's an action. It's in whatever you do, whether that be word, you're speaking and doing things, or deed, you're the act of what you're doing. But you're also going to be giving thanks to God and doing it. So you need to do it in a happy way. It's like tithing. You should be doing that in a happy way. But you should be doing what you're doing work-wise back to the Lord, too. That's also giving uh, to him as well, certainly. Um, so that's going to be a Bible verse for this year. Uh, and again, oh. it's just it's amazing, those verses oh, over I love the year. You know, there's, there's so much amazing verses in the Bible. And in that high that I talked about a moment ago that you get, that's the Holy Spirit. That's the thing that you look around the room and you see. And, and I'm, I've, I've mentioned before to you, I, I sometimes pause in the middle of the clinic, things are humming. Of course, I'm not able to really treat patients a lot because I'm sure. you know, ministering and running and stuff, which I never really appreciated administrator, by the way, until I did what I did. And I'm like, okay, this is what they actually do. Um, so all those administrators are out there, shout out to you and thank you. But I'll go up on the second floor of the gym and I look down on the gym and you see all these people working together. It is truly amazing because you don't see that in our communities. We're so separated. We're so opinionated. And you look here, dentistry of all things is bringing all these different ethnicities together, all these different political ideas together. Democrats and Republicans are actually working together. Hmm. Imagine that, <laughs> right? And libertarians, too. I'll add you in there. And then also we've got you know Christians working. We're at a church, which is great. But there's also Jewish people there. I know there's Muslim people there. I know there's agnostic people there and atheists there. But we all have a common theme. 
and that's to help somebody. And it all feels good coming back to us. And I'll tell those people who are non-believers, that's the Holy Spirit actually doing that. You're actually feeling that because his presence is there. Wow. Yeah. I love and it. And that's what makes it happen. So, Mitch, remind our listeners of the type of services they will be provided on January 26th, 27th at Bellevue Baptist Church for the dental clinic. So we're going to have free dentistry, first of all, for adults and kids. We're going to have fillings, extractions, cleanings for those lucky few who may be missing a front tooth, but not all teeth. Not doing dentures, but we'll have partials for a few people. And maybe they'll do some root canals and some crowns. Very few. Not a lot of those who don't come in expecting you're going to have that. We're going to serve your most immediate need. If we can do more stuff for you, we will try to. If you're a kid... And you're coming. You have to bring your legal adult with you, the legal guardian with you. So they need to be there. And if that legal guardian wants to have some care, too, they need to have another legal guardian with them to watch the kid while the other adult gets the care. Because you got to make sure the kids are taken care of and watched, right? You want to make sure everybody's safe. Uh, Make sure to bring a list of all your medications and medical problems you have with you because we are going to do a medical triage. We need a whole lot of physicians and pharmacists and nurses and uh, lab technicians to help out because we are making sure people are safe enough for us to work on them. So there's a medical triage section. So please come there if, if you're in the medical field to help out. But bring those lists with you of your medications and uh, your medical problems because we want to make sure you're okay. Yeah. And then we'll take care of those dental needs that we just mentioned to you. And just an amazing time, January 26th and 27th, Friday and Saturday coming up here in January. Amazing. Now, do you have to have an appointment to benefit from any of these no. services? And you don't need a driver's license or passport either. You could be illegal. You could come on down. Okay, we're not going to check an ID. Come on in. And it's first come, first serve. So how early? When do folks start getting You there? know, on Thursday night before Friday, we'll have people show up at 6 p.m. or 8 p.m. on Thursday. The clinic's on Friday. And there'll be people who brave the cold weather, which I know it's about to be really cold coming up here on Monday. Okay, uh, But hopefully it's not going to be as cold here in a week and a half. But bring some blankets. And, and you're things. not responsible for any sickness that people might we have. We are changed. not. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> now, we will have some porta potties outside. You can you can have a car out there. And people camp out for Black Friday after Thanksgiving, right? That's right. Well, this is no different than that. Just yeah. kind of be ready to camp out uh, and be ready and be the first come, first serve. And uh, it is first come, first serve. So if you get there at 6 o'clock when the clinic opens a.m., 6 o'clock a.m., you might not be able to be seen that day, guys. Okay? So the thing is, come early, and we'll, we'll get you in as quick as we can to take care of you, but there'll be a long line of people. And there's no age limit, but you'll no see. What's limit. the youngest child you see? Boy, that's a good question. I bet, I know we probably have seen a three or four-year-old, but probably not a lot younger than that. Certainly any babies that don't have teeth or need phrenectomies or other procedures, that'd be something out of our scope. They'd need to be sedated in a hospital or something like that. But uh, probably youngest kids would be around three to four years of age. Probably six, seven are going to be more likely the age group we see and older uh, of the kids. And again, like I said, the kids, make sure to bring your adult with you. Well, as we wrap up the show here today, Mitch, what about your enjoyment, your involvement over these past eight years? What do you enjoy most? You know, there are some days and I'm like, why in the world am I doing this? Because it's driving (laughs) me crazy today and I have so much other stuff I need to do. But then when you get there, and you look around the clinic, and particularly when I get on that second level and I look down and I see everything that's going on, or as I mentioned, that young lady that I was able to help, you know, here this last year, you go, this is why we do it. This is why we do it yeah. every year. And, and the majority of people, how thankful they are. How many patients will come back to be a volunteer? Or the patients maybe realize they've worked all day Saturday, and on Saturday evening, we got to break all that stuff down and get it back on the semi-trucks to get all the equipment back out. It's a lot of work. Sure. And you're already tired after Oh, yeah. Three days. Thursday, you're setting up Friday clinic, Saturday clinic. It's amazing how many of the patients will come back as volunteers that night. Really? And help break everything down and put stuff back up. 
or how many that will say, hey, is there a way I can help out, which may be volunteer, or even some people, can I jump online and give a little bit of money or something? And, and that brings up, it takes a lot of money to put this on. So you can go to midsouthmissionofmercy.org. So midsouthmissionofmercy.org. If you want to come as a volunteer, we need you to register, like right now. Yeah, do it now. So we have time to get you a shirt. And the needs are obviously dentists, hygienist assistants, but the things you may not think about, we need physicians, we need pharmacists, we need nurses, we need lab techs to help out with the medical triage part. And then we got the dental part we just talked about. But we also need half of the people are not healthcare providers, Byron, that we need to have there. So 2,000 people a year are basically helping out to put this on. Yep. To help out those 2,000 patients. So make sure to go to the website to help out and volunteer. But also, if you're not able to volunteer and you're like, I still want to help out some way, please feel free to donate. Every little amount helps. Five bucks, 10 bucks, 50, 100,000 yeah. would be great. Well, okay. we talk about loving our neighbor. Yeah. It's a very practical way to do that. It's right here way, in our city. It's a great way to love your neighbor. Again, we just bring everybody together. Through dentistry. I never thought it was going to be that amazing. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) You too. Dr. Mitchell Godat, thank you so much for, again, another wonderful time together to talk about the Mid-South Mission of Mercy, friend. It's this January 26th, 27th, Friday, Saturday, January 26th and 27th at Bellevue Baptist Church. If you want to get the dental service, you got to get there early. 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 So come in. And let's also, listener, let's pray for the doctors and the team and the volunteers. And before you do. Call your dentist and tell them to sign up because we need dentists to help out. So if you're out there, call your dentist, finish the show, go ahead and call your dental office and tell them, hey, I want to see Dr. X, you know, at Mid-South Mission Mercy with his assistant, hygienist, his whole front desk team. And if you're a physician or nurse and you're like, gosh, you know, that weekend I could go do this or that, but I could serve too. We'd love to have you. And if, and if you're not a healthcare provider and you think, oh, gosh, well, you know, I can't really help. Yes, you can. Half of the people are non-healthcare providers. We need you, too. <laughs> right. So sign up. Mitch, thank you so much. Thank you, Tyler. Well, friends, that's all the time we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint here on the Bot Radio Network. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Byron Tyler, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. If you would like to listen to today's show again, go to BotRadioNetwork.com and look for Mid-South Viewpoint under the broadcast tab. The show is also available on your favorite podcast platforms or on our Bot Radio Network mobile app.